0: Your work week is over.
1: The plan called and said if you don't come in tomorrow, don't bother
2: coming in Monday. Woohoo! Four day weekend.
0: This is The Last Word, the off season home of the Colts, with Jeffrey Gorman and Matt
2: Taylor. Hey, welcome into The Last Word. We're brought to you by our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. Download the app today, make every moment more. Got a lot coming up on the show tonight. Casey Vallier, our man from Colts Radio, he is in for the voice of the Colts. Matt Taylor, who is sunning himself somewhere down south. Casey, I believe he's on the White Sands of Florida somewhere.
0: He he is. Well, he he drove this morning, so he he might still be driving. I mean, I'm doing that in about uh, the like right after the draft, the first first part of May the family we're driving down to. And that- I
2: say to you guys, both oh, of you, hey, the- just hop the kids <laughs> on a plane, will you please? I mean, it's it's easier when it really comes down to it. It's easier if you guys drive with them. Right, for a-, a boatload of kids in tow.
0: Well, the, all the kids and all the stuff. There you, go. you know, that's the thing. The stuff, thing. That the stuff the is that comes with it. That's why we don't fly. I mean, <laughs> all right. the financials might be part of it too, but all the stuff. You I'm know, glad you're
2: here, brother. Let's have some fun. Coming up on the night show, we're going to discuss the latest with the Colts in free agency, the additional wide receiver Isaiah McKenzie. Love this we're going to get into that we'll also hear from alec pierce whose brother now i'm sure you followed this guys whose brother plays for princeton they're going to take on creighton tonight in the sweet 16 an incredibly talented family over there the very my gosh and the kid's a freshman (laughs) yeah his brother he's playing a huge integral part of this thing so hey good luck tonight but we are going to hear from alec and about his little brother at princeton listen earlier this week case Colts signed free agent wide receiver Isaiah McKenzie. He immediately projects as a team starting slot receiver after the departure of Paris Campbell. That goes without saying, right? Right. Similar style. Very similar much so. Similar body makeup. Similar speed tactics that they have.
0: Yeah, there's, there's a lot of that. There's the similarities between he and Paris. They both have that speed aspect very similar in their play. But the biggest thing and no knock on Paris is the health that Isaiah McKenzie has shown throughout his career. He has been more durable than what you saw as Paris Campbell. So if you're kind of comparing it apples to apples, McKenzie also coming off a career year last year with Buffalo. So, you know, it's one of those where you look at it from a health standpoint, and you feel like you might get more out of what Isaiah McKenzie than what you have seen to the career of Paris. Hey, I
2: remember in that playoff game we lost up in Buffalo a few years back. You made some big plays yes. late into the game, dr- toe dragging and whatnot. That's what we're getting here. Listen, last year— He's heading into his uh, seventh NFL season. He's coming up, like you said, his most productive year. 42 receptions, 423 yards, four touchdowns, and a lot of stuff went to digs up there. Don't forget. Right, you know that, what I'm saying? Like, that's
0: the thing. When you think about that offense, right, right. the the numbers he put up, that's pretty impressive with all the weapons they had in Buffalo. That's for sure. right.
2: So originally a fifth-rounder by Denver in 2017. Spent most of his career with the Bulls. They released him after signing a pair of receivers the Bills did. Former Saints wideout Deontay Hardy and former Dolphins pass catcher Trent Trent Sherfield, rather, in free agency case. Uh, what do you like about this? I mean, we know the Paris uh, Campbell, obviously a New York giant right now. I know he's going to slide into that. But more so, what do you like that he brings to this wide receiver room outside of just filling the role of slot receiver? Yeah,
0: so I like that. But I also like the aspect that he's played with that Bills team for the last couple years mm-hmm. because – You look at this Colts team, not I wouldn't say it's a rebuild, but it's it's kind of a retooling. So you're gonna have some roster adjustments. You got a lot of things that are happening. So getting a guy who's been in a a team that is a Super Bowl, you know, caliber type team the last handful of years, he brings that kind of mentality and when you hear him talk with the media and all of that, sounds like he was one of the leaders in that wide receiver room. He was one of the older guys in that Bills room, so he can kind of bring that veteran aspect to kind of help a guy like Michael Pittman continue to kind of rally the troops. So I like I like a lot of the the locker room presence, what his experience level is, and then I think as you see what he put up last year, career numbers. He looks like his trajectory is kind of really finding his own, so it may be another way to kind of tap into another guy who is on his way up at a pretty reasonable price tag.
2: Hey, I want to talk about that wide receiver room specifically. Ashton Doolin re-signed here, talented young man, special teams ace, he can burn it, take you over the top tight stuff. Now with the addition of McKenzie, and don't forget the NFL Draft coming up, Correct. what do you like about this? We got Pittman out there, we got Pierce out there going into second year. Obviously, what Isaiah brings to it, and we got Michael Strahan, the type like that, that we're going to be looking at I'm not talking about the tight ends here case I'm just talking about the wide receivers
0: well I think definitely you saw a lot out of out of Michael Pittman jr. last year almost 100 receptions I mean one of the guys that he's a go-to target Alec Pierce really came on he had a pretty productive rookie year it was kind of ups and downs but once he kind of found his groove you saw that potential kind of take off so you look at those two guys as your clear-cut one two options and then you throw a guy in there like Isaiah McKenzie who is a reliable guy in this league and Ashton Doolin being your fourth receiver, you like those odds. He's a guy that last year had a very great camp. You thought he was going to have a bigger role. He had a couple injuries that kind of really kind of halted him from really catching momentum and continuing throughout the season. But I think all four of those, win healthy, and then Mike Strawn, if he continued to make that next big know, that next that next leap another big target for whoever the quarterback is. I like the wide receiver group right now. I don't think they're done, so a couple more right, weapons right, right. is always going to make and this better. you
2: never know. We get thinking it's scratching our head this time of year. Colts are sitting at number 35 right. in the second round. Some of the experts saying, hey, is it an offensive lineman? Is it a defensive backfield member? Is it a wide receiver? So I'm saying they're getting a good player at that 35. Absolutely. Who knows what they're going to pull in. But, but Case, the first wave of this NFL free agency it's come and gone. I want to go over our additions and subtractions real quick. Gar- Gardner Minshew in. Isaiah we talked about. Ebukam, the defensive end from Sam Fran. Matt Gay from L.A. Taven Bryan added at the defensive tackle position. We, we retained our own like Chris Ballard yep. talks about. EJ Speed, Ashton Doolin, Taekwon Lewis, Tony Brown there. Lost Matt Ryan, obviously, Stephon Gilmore, Bobby Okereke, and Paris Campbell go off to the New York Giants. Cornerback Brandon Faison back to the Raiders. Knowing what you know right now, right now, and we're not done yet, Right, but what is what free agent addition of this group that I just mentioned? Do you like the best for the Colts?
0: I'm kind of a one A, one B. I think one uh, A, I would go with Gardner Minshew, nice. a guy who's he's got familiarity with Shane Steichen, mm-hmm. so you get that connection. I don't know if he's going to be the guy day one, but it may be. You know, they say draft a rookie. You've got a guy who has played in this system, he's played in this division, he's played in the NFL, could kind of ease you in. And he's got some upside. I mean, Garner Minshew's still a young guy, so I like Garner Minshew and then the guy we were just talking about, Isaiah McKenzie, another guy who coming off a career year last Let's year, go. I'm you got the trajectory on both of those guys. So those are probably 1A, one 1B one of the addition so far. I like
2: what you said, and I'm going to bring it up again, in Case. Not many people know about him. Seventh year in the league, Isaiah McKenzie, leader in the locker room, something we don't talk about. We're just right. talking about on-field production. Hey, it's more – It's it's it's, it's – you know – Absolutely important the impact that he'll have in that 100%. locker room, and we talked about it. There's going to be some new faces in the wide receiver room, some young kids coming in that we don't know who they are just yet. So he's going to be that 100%. mentor for them. I love yep. it. Hey, last word brought to you by our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. Download the app today. You can make every moment more. We want to welcome in some new listeners, Casey. I want to say hi to the Colts equipment room, Sean Sullivan and the boys. But oh, not. didn't know that we had a show every Friday night talking <laughs> Colts offseason football. Well, they're busy I, guys. They're very busy guys. So I just want to welcome in. Appreciate you guys taking a moment to listen and tell uh, some of the lies that Casey and I will tell over the next half hour or something. So they're the best in the business, guys. I'm yes, glad you're are. here. Don't forget coming back, we're going to hear from a guy who's going to share that same receiver room with Isaiah McKenzie, Alec Pierce. His brother Caden Pierce, freshman for the Princeton Tigers. They're taking on Creighton tonight in the Sweet 16 of the NC2A tournament. He spoke with Lara Overton about what it's been like watching his brother's team on this run. Regular season all the way on to this NCAA Tournament wearing that shoe, that Cinderella shoe <laughs> that they are. Can they continue? One of the best stories of March Madness to this point, and the emotions of just being a fan. If you're Alec Pierce, right, watching your younger brother, it's great. It's coming up. This is the last word. Ninety-three-five-one-zero-seven-five. The fan.
0: Welcome back to the Last Word, the off-season radio home of the Indianapolis Colts from the Indiana Union Construction Industry Radio Studio.
2: Love it. Love this man. We don't talk about Phil Collins enough around here, Casey. Man, talented I, sucker.
0: You know, you think about the career. I know. I mean, th- those are the guys that always impress me. Like, bro,
2: I couldn't. He's drummer for Genesis. Right. They lose their lead singer. He's like, sure. Yeah, let me give, give it a crack. crack. <laughs> right. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. And
0: then he goes and has his own career that <laughs> yeah, is just as good as it was with <laughs> Genesis. Yes. Very hey, good impressive. Good pull. Good
2: pull. <laughs> it's Friday night, so we're doing a little partying with Uncle Phil here. Welcome back. Ninety-three five one zero seven five. the fan, this is the last word. We're brought to you by our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. Download the app today. Make every moment more. Earlier this week, Lara Overton spoke with Colts receiver Alec Pierce about his younger brother, Caden. He's a freshman basketball player at Princeton. They're taking on Creighton tonight in the Sweet 16. Lara was talking to Alec about how proud he is of his brother, that Cinderella story. He's not only named Ivy League Rookie of the Year, but he's also helping his team reach the Sweet 16. Here's Lara with Alec Pierce.
3: 11 months out of the year you know him as Colts wide receiver Alec Pierce but in the month of March he is best known as Caden Pierce's big brother that is because the Princeton freshman was not only the Ivy League rookie of the year but has also helped his team to one of the best stories we've seen in the NCAA tournament how proud are you Alec to be the big brother of Caden and see his team make an appearance in the Sweet 16?
1: I mean I'm incredibly proud you know it's just been like truly a Cinderella story and just something that, you know, I know he's dreamed of all his life. And me and my brothers, I think, have dreamed of too. So it's super fun to watch.
3: How do you describe the emotion of watching that Princeton team 15 seed pull off those upsets? Because you guys were all there, your entire family able to be a part of it.
1: I mean, I'm incredibly proud. You know, it's just been like, truly a cinderella story and just something that you know i know he's dreamed of all his life and me and my brothers i think have dreamed of too so it's super fun to watch
3: how do you describe the emotion of watching that princeton team 15 seed pull off those upsets because you guys were all there your entire family able to be a part of it
1: yeah no it's it was was shocking truly like you know i don't know how much we really expected especially that arizona game just the way it went um they were kind of—I don't think they were leading until maybe a minute and a half left in the game. So just watching that was just shocking. That end there, just took the lead, and then right then and there, the game was over. And you're just like, did that really just happen? You know, its its, it's wild. It's truly shocking.
3: We're pretty used to seeing you be really composed on the sidelines or on the field. What are the level of nerves, though, of watching your brother in particular? He had a couple of critical free throws to hit in that big win over Arizona.
1: Yeah, we, no, we were fired up. And, you know, I, I think they had us on TV. Like, a bunch of people were sending us videos of that. And it was pretty funny because, like, uh, somebody said something. My mom, like, I, it was me, my brother, my older brother, Justin, and my dad, and then my mom like we were all going crazy and my mom was just standing there just like nodding their head and they're like wow that like that that's savage right there like she's just she's just right there you know she just knows it's going in like no emotion but like the rest of us were going crazy so Shout out to mom on that, right?
3: Absolutely, that's where where that uh, demeanor comes from, that locked-in composure. Your older brother, Justin, played college basketball and now Mm -hmm. plays professionally overseas. I was talking with your parents about this being a bit of a role reversal because, Caden has been the younger brother just kind of going along, being in the stands to watch your whole career, high school, college, pros and then Justin's career as well. How much of a role reversal is this for you to be able to sit in the stands and finally cheer for your baby brother?
1: Oh, it's great. I love it. You know, it's something that I definitely try and, um, you know, support him as much as I can because last year, so last year he won the state championship in basketball. And I knew during that whole draft process, I tried to, I think I came back for the state championship game and maybe a, a, one or two other games he played. Um, but I just loved being able to cheer him on because I just remember those days, long basketball tournaments, and he would be dragged along to everything. You know, he'd be like four or five years old and he'd be out there shooting hoops in between games um, just because he had to come along to everything with our parents. So, The athletic genes, very strong, not just among your brothers, but
3: your parents, athletes at Northwestern. Your dad played football. Your mom played volleyball. How did the basketball gene end up skipping you between your brothers?
1: Um, I don't know. Yeah, I just never was never was too good. Never had a jump shot. Right? That's what my brothers will say. But uh, I think I think football came a little bit more naturally to me. And basketball is definitely something you have to put a lot of time into. Um, so I was all about a bunch of different sports. And when basketball season came, I'd pick up the basketball for the first time and go try to play. And you know I was basically just had athleticism was never never too skilled so that's probably why why it skipped me i'd say
3: even though each of you have your unique skill sets what is one common theme trait characteristic among all three of you
1: i think we're all really hardworking. i'd say i think that's our 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 parents instilled that in us and you know never was really like like pushed us to play sports or anything but i think hard working competitive just because we just grew up that's what we love doing and we always just played sports with each other and it just kind of was built that way so you know.
3: What is the dynamic among yourself and your brothers with each of your differing personalities and interests and all of everything?
1: So I'd say you know Justin's like someone I more so look up to and being the, the he's, he's my bigger brother you know he's always been someone I can go to serious things and then Cade's just Cade's four years younger than me six years younger than Justin so he's always just been like the real goofy one. And you know, I think our our relationship is really light, and we goof around a ton.
3: Compare for me the nerves of your playing in your first NFL game versus watching your brother in that first round of the NCAA tournament go up against Arizona.
1: Well, interesting. I, I think I think it's almost more so. It's a different feeling because you can't control anything. You know, just you're just a fan there watching. It's it's stressful. You get you're in the stands and just like. You know you can't do anything to affect the game. You just, it's just whatever happens is going to happen. So that's, it's definitely stressful, I think.
3: All right, compare for me the level of excitement, celebration for your first NFL touchdown versus watching your brother throw down a dunk against Missouri to send his team to the Sweet 16.
1: I'd, I'd say it's both similar. You know, it's, it's, it's awesome to see him especially just go out there and do his thing as a freshman and just have so much success. So it makes me proud. They will
3: take on Creighton Friday night. The Sweet 16 is in Louisville. Because of how hectic your schedules have been the last few years, how special is it to have all five of you together to enjoy this?
1: Oh, it's super special. I mean, it it rarely happens. I mean, maybe sometime over the summer. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's a pretty rare occurrence that we're all five together. So my mom's loving it.
3: Absolutely, as she should be. Well, best of luck to Princeton, the Tigers, and Caden Pierce. And if your team has been bounced from the tournament like mine was, go ahead. There's plenty of room on the Princeton bandwagon. Hop on board. Root for them. They got Creighton on Friday night. Alec, thank you so much. Good luck. Yeah, thank you.
2: All right. Best of luck. It's true, man. That's got, that whole family's going to be biting their nails right now on this one. <laughs> it's Creighton, Casey. It's Creighton. Nothing yeah. against Creighton's program, but if Princeton wins tonight, I'm not shocked.
0: Right. I, I completely agree. Uh, Creighton is a great. Team, right. I mean, they've Don't been. Don't get a, me a, wrong. Don't right. get me wrong, but, but I'm just I, I would agree with you completely that at the end of the day. It's Creighton. This is, this is a toss-up. If I you have that win. coin flip, it. I'm ready. Princeton, you keep up your
2: backdoor cuts and keep Caden Pierce going, <laughs> and we're going to have some fun maybe next week talking about the same thing. Hey, don't forget, Colts fans, you can download the official Colts podcast featuring the latest news, analysis, insight, and interviews regarding your Colts. This week we discussed the addition of Gardner Minshew and what role he might play next year for our Colts. Also releasing some more great interviews and podcasts from the Combine. There's so many of there. It takes us a couple weeks to get these <laughs> things playing, get some information. <laughs> Into I mean these fans had. I, I was I was sitting oh, there with man. Matt. I
0: mean it was it d- was d- incredible just one guy yeah. after another. Sit it out. was impressive. Wait, wait, in the waiting room. We'll be right with <laughs> exactly. you. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> We're also going to
2: talk with Shane Hallam from Draft Countdown about the upcoming NFL draft. You can check all that out right now. Colts.com, the Colts mobile app and the Colts Audio Network, anywhere you download your podcast. Don't forget the last word is brought to you by our friends at Meyer. Meyer, the official supercenter of the Indianapolis Colts, proud sponsor of the hundreds of local sports teams across the Midwest. Coming up Pacers and Celtics, we're going to talk a little basketball before we get out. A lot more football. We're going to give you the Forum Credit Union question of the week. We're going to discuss some of the moves the Houston Texans are making. And i tell you what, they are making some moves down there, Yes, Casey. they are. I mean, from a bad football team to a good one real quick is we've seen it. Hello, Jacksonville. We're going right. to talk about their offseason, why they might be in the running for a big turnaround. And are they indeed going after that quarterback at the second overall pick? This is the last word. We're coming back with more right after this.
0: We now return to the off-season radio home of the Indianapolis Colts. The last word from the Indiana Union Construction Industry Radio Studio.
2: Little Kings of Leon there, bringing us back with some sunshine. The reason I say that it's been an armpit here for the last
0: week. I mean, <laughs> yes, what are we doing, yeah. Indiana? <laughs> Good gosh! Oh man, I just mean, rain, just rain, nothing but snow rain, and yeah.
2: freezing. It's like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously,
0: you know the worst make part the tri-
2: is make the turn. I mean, we went to spring already.
0: You know, I, I know this is this is real world problems, but you know, I got two dogs. Yeah, And this kind of weather, I'm just like love it, God. Bro. I got to go outside. They roll around right. and I wash like, them down, oh. don't you? I, I wash the towels that sit by our back door like six times a day. They hop into bed with you? Oh, they do. You know, oh, you wow. try oh, muddy sheets, bro. Awesome, muddy worst. sheets. The worst. Might
2: have to throw them out in the garage a couple, <laughs> yeah. couple months out of the year. I know you're not kidding. No, I'm just teasing. Love our dogs. Hey, the last word we're. Brought to you by our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. Download the app today, make every moment more. Also brought to you by our friends at Anthem. Colts have teamed up with Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield to recognize school teachers, administrators, nurses, staff members who all go above and beyond for their students, their schools, and their communities. You can nominate your classroom quarterback today at colts.com slash classroom quarterback casey zero chance you get this forum credit union <laughs> question of the thanks week. for the confidence zero there, chance i've heard this guy's <laughs> name mentioned just a few times and i do say that i work in the nfl so it should be easy for you the Colts signed kicker matt gay in free agency last week since joining the rams in 2020 gay has connected on 74 of 80 field goals for 92 and a half percent including 12 of 15 from 50 yards or more okay case filling in for matt taylor who's usually pretty good casey yeah, here you go who is the only NFL kicker to have a higher field goal percentage than than Matt Gay as since 2020? So it's it's a recent. Okay. This is a question. Yeah, you're that's right. You're recent. right. I'm not
0: gonna get this. I'm gonna go with here. Here you go. I'm gonna go with the uh, the kicker out of Atlanta. Uh, young Ho Koo, kid's good. He's good. Wrong answer, though. Okay. <laughs> Daniel Carlson, up in Vegas,
2: has a higher field goal percentage, <laughs> ninety-three percent, <laughs> by half a point since the start of the twenty-twenty season okay. over Matt Gay. So, Daniel Carlson, we're giving you some love, but more love to our Matt Gay, who's going to go perfect this year. There hey, you go, I'm putting yeah. it out there right now. I like it. Kid's going perfect. You can visit the forum, Credit Union Fan Forum section of Colts.com, interact with other fans online, post a topic, participate in various discussions regarding. Your Colts Forum Credit Union helping members live their financial dreams. The NFL big story. There's always big stories going around. Cam Newton tossing the ball around yeah, at all. How about pro that? days. The pro days this week we saw C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Will Levis. Those things going around. I am talking about the Houston Texans big story. All right, the Colts rival in the AFC South. They've been busy in free agency set aside the new head coach who I love that hire of Nico Ryan. Ryan, But he's been busy. They made two major additions in their offense, agreeing to one year deals with Dalton Schultz, the tight ends from the Cowboys, and running back Devin Singletary, the running back from the Bears. He's they're now in Texans. They've also added Robert Woods Noah Brown, free safety Jimmy Ward, defensive tackle Sheldon Rankins, linebackers Corey Littleton, and Denzel Perriman. Now, Case, here's where it gets interesting. They own 12 picks in the upcoming draft. Four of those picks are in the top three rounds four two of, of them those. in the top 13. that's it incredible <laughs> yeah. so they're gonna be busy look for them they're presumably drafting a franchise quarterback with the number two overall selection they have all the ammunition they need to add another game-changing rookie class a lot of picks some high ones in there as well case these Texans are they in line for that big rebound season so we saw it similar with Jacksonville going from kind of from worst to first type of thing are they that team this year keep this in mind they went four and 13 and four and 12 and one in the last two years yeah
0: I think I think they're in line for a rebound. I don't know how big. I don't know if it's necessarily what we saw out of Jacksonville last year. I think the loss of Brandon Cooks is going to be a little bigger than most think because he was just such a reliable weapon. Robert Woods, it's a good replacement. Robert Woods is a good receiver. He's just a little bit older last year. He had some injury concerns. So there's that question mark there. But they're definitely making some moves. And for me, I'm a sucker for tight ends, and I love Dalton Schultz. Sure. I thought he was great with Dallas. It's a big loss for the Cowboys, if you ask me. That's a huge gain for the Texans. I think there is a definite uh, a, a resurgence that is happening in Houston. They've drafted well the last couple of years. They've got some guys that are continue to grow. And this draft class here, if they can find their guy and add another weapon to that, they've got John Mechie, who was a a very highly uh, touted receiver last year, set out because of the the cancer that he had, but he should be ready to go. So they get another addition, almost like another rookie that you almost forgot about. So they definitely are adding some pieces down there in Houston. I don't know if I can say they're going to be competing for a division title, but they're definitely going to be a team you can't just look at the schedule and say there's a win. Hey, I'm going to bring up the AFC South every week because
2: it's a rare division. It looks like three new quarterbacks of the four teams right. are going to be happening in 2023. Do the Texans stay at two? Do they grab a coveted quarterback at two? Do they shift out, grab another quarterback? Or when, Or are they going quarterback at all? I'm, I'm just saying like the young class for this rookie team, for this for this Texan team, is going to rely on some rookies. And we're going to find yep. out if they give the ball to that number 2 overall pick, whoever right. it is, or if they move out. Casey, you and I are following this because we're in the same boat. 100%. At four. At four. Right yep. there. And is finding out who those quarterback needy teams are. You know what I'm saying? And Tennessee's interesting <laughs> That's, as well. I love that you
0: said there could be three. That's what because I'm
2: saying. I mean, what are they doing? Together? All
0: those pictures, who do you see right by C.J. Stroud? Oh my There's God. Mike Vrabel right next to right him. Right next so... to him. Tennessee. What... <laughs> I saw Titans it have been, and they're
2: probably at the Will Levis one earlier today I'm sure. It's going to be interesting. A lot coming up, the NFL draft, and we're going to keep you caught up right here on the last word. Also, don't forget, go to Colts.com. We'll give you the latest and greatest information. Casey Vallier, sitting in for the voice of the Colts, Matt Taylor. I'm Jeffrey Gorman. Appreciate your time, big fella. I know you're headed out, uh, you said you're going for a long drive down to the beaches in Florida maybe next week. Good luck. Use your turn signals. Make sure those kids are strapped in, all right? Will do,
0: yes. You got it. All right, coming up right
2: here on 93.5 and 107.5, the fan. We've got the Pacers and the Celtics. The Chief Robert Parish coming back and uh, <laughs> <Robert> <laughs> Parrish.
0: no, no, no. Larry Legend Larry, no. is Larry coaching? Love to see that, <laughs> not it? Jeez. Casey
2: Jones leading the Celtics uh, tonight. No, it's going to be a good one. We love our Pacers and they are in the Garden tonight, folks. Appreciate you listening. This is the last word. Ninety-three-five-one-zero-seven-five. The fan.
0: Good. Day.